Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're doing Daf Hashavua, Daf Lamed Vav Amid Halaf, Masech Tzivamis, and we are going to begin on Daf Lamed Hey Amid Beis on the bottom. The Gemara is Kasha Meisve. It's about what is this? It's about eleven lines from the bottom. Meisve. Kindness is Yivimta. Vidim Tzeis Muberes. Someone was kindness is Yivama, and she turns out to be Muberes. Arezu Loiti Nasei Tzurasa. So the Tzara. Um, can't get married based on the fact that he was miyabim, the yibimta that was mubaris. Shem yihav vlad ben kiyama, because maybe the vlad will turn out to be a ben kiyama. So, for Gemara, ad rabba, kihavi vlad ben kiyama, miftur If the vlad will be a ben kiyama, then that's great. Why, that would, that would, uh, pater yibim, why wouldn't that allow her to get married? Why should she not get married on the chashash that it'll be a ben kiyama? So, the chashash is the other way around. Maybe the vlad won't be a ben kiyama and it'll turn out she's really chayab in yibim. Now, but if Bias Mubaris works, then Amai Loi Tinos Tetsurasa Tifter Bibiashal Chaverta. Even if Vlad won't be a Ben Kayama, but this, uh, her, her, her Tsara had, um, had Yibum, and that would pat to her. So, Mamanashal, she should be able to get married. Ella, Amrabaya Bibia Kuliam Le Pligis. Abayatis says that it must be that everybody agrees that Bia doesn't work. Bias Mubaris doesn't work. Loi Patra. So keep pligi b'chalitza, and I'm clicking only by chalitza. If you're going chalitza muberes ma chalitza, bias muberes loish ma bia. Chalitza muberes works, but bias muberes doesn't work. And Rishlokar sava bias muberes loish ma bia, chalitza muberes loish ma chalitza. They both don't equally work. Amle Rava, Amanoshal. Rava says you can't do that. You can't split between the bia and chalitza. E bias muberes ma bia, chalitza muberes ma chalitza, and e bias muberes loish ma bia, chalitza muberes na loish ma chalitza. Amanoshal, if bia is a bia, then chalitza chalitza. If bia is not a bia, then chalitza is not a chalitza. The alkaim alon, the kala el yibum el chalitza, the kala shein el yibum in el chalitza. So he quotes the halacha of lokachas. Which is a rule that whoever has yibum has chalitza, whoever doesn't have yibum doesn't have chalitza. Now we really use this halacha to teach us that if someone is patr from yibum, like she's an erba, so she's patr from chalitza. So that's, that's the, really what this din is used for. And he's, uh, applying it over here to say that if, uh, bia smuberis is shma bia and chalitza smuberis shma chalitza, it should work or shouldn't, they should, they shouldn't, or should not work equally. It's not exactly the same thing. But al-kabanam, that's what the Gemara does. The Gemara uses this rule. To teach us about how Yibum works, not just about who's Chayav and who's Patr from Yibum. El Amar Rav Hachikamar. Hakain is going to learn the Brisa differently to answer Rav Yechanan. Hakain is Yibum Tevidim Seis Mubaris. He was Kain is Yibum Tani. She turns out she's Mubaris. Raiz Lutunas Tzarasa. The Tzar can't get married. Why? Shemi Yehav Lach Ben Kiyama. Because maybe Vlad will be Ben Kiyama. Now we had asked, what do you mean? If the Vlad is Ben Kiyama, then she's certainly allowed to get married. So the Gemara is going to explain. Shemi Yehav Vlad Ben Kiyama. Maybe the Vlad will be a Ben Kiyama. Obias Mubaris Slash Mubia. And therefore, since the Vlad is a Ben Kiyama, the Bia of the Mubaris is not a Bia. Obviously, the Vlad is a Ben Kiyama. I let the Vlad patter. The answer is, So here is a new rule. And that's the reason why this Tsar can't get married. Because maybe the Vlad is Ben Kayama, and that basically makes the Yibma Chalitza worthless. And the Vlad itself doesn't actually make her patter until the Vlad gets born. The, the, just the Ibra alone is not enough to patter. Someone marries his vam and turns out she's mubaris. Or is it not a terasa shema? Yeah, hey, I've lied ben kiyama because maybe the vlad will be a ben kiyama. Maybe a chalisa peteris al vlad pater. Maybe a chalisa doesn't pater only a vlad paters. A vlad and a peteris such a yitzel aver oilam and the vlad can't pater until it is born. 
So now the Gemara wants to be medayik from this brisa against Rosh Lakish. The time of the Shami you have Vlad Ben Kayama, who the only reason why the Bia and the Chalisa don't work is because the Vlad might be a Ben Kayama. Hello, have Vlad Ben Kayama if Tesrasa. But if not for that, it would pat to her sorrow. Let me tell you to Rosh Lakish that proves not like Rosh Lakish. That proves that a Bia and Chalisa's Muberes is Shma Bia Chalisa. Rosh Lakish Hachiktani. Don't read the brisa that way. Hakanisivim Tevinim Tzeis Muberes Arezu Letinasi. So if someone's Kanisivim Tzeis turns out she's Muberes, don't marry. Teras. Don't let the Tzor get married. Shema. Very simply, if you get nothing to do with the Vlad, the Chalitza and the, and the Bia might not work because it doesn't work because it's Mubaris. This is what the Bryce is really saying. Why don't we just go with Roiv? And Roiv women, the Vlad is a Ben Kayama. Let's just rely on that and let the Tsar get married based on the fact that she most likely will have a Vlad Ben Kayama. The answer is. Vlad and a poiter at Vlad doesn't pat until comes Labrayolam. So you can't rely on the fact that the fact that Vlad will probably be a Ben Kayama because the Vlad doesn't pat until he is Labrayolam. Be is Muberes Lishma, be a Chalitza Muberes Lishma Chalitza. So n- neither work. Am Rabbi Lazar Esher Isa Lahad Rosh Lakish. Could it be possible that Rosh Lakish says you decide that you need be is Muberes Lishma, be a Chalitza Muberes Lishma Chalitza? It's true. There's no Mishnah like that. He went and he found this. A woman that her husband and the Tsar traveled and they reported to her that the husband died. She can't get married and she can't either do even why. She has to find out. Maybe her Tsar is a Mubaris. So it makes sense we don't allow her to do Yibam, Shemi Hebla Ben Kayama, because maybe she'll have a Vlad Ben Kayama, Vivka Be Isra Ishizach, and she'll be over in Isra Ishizach. Why shouldn't we let her do Khalitza? Why does she have to wait? So, Zakh to Gemara. The Gemara now continues. If she wants to get do Khalitza immediately and get married immediately, so certainly we can't allow her to do that. Because uh, high Safik, because she might, there might be um, the the child. She 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 can't get married because it might it, it, she might be chayv nibum. Ella tachloitz. I mean, uh, again, I mean that if she gets married to her test, the problem is that might, might be a Ben Kayama and it doesn't pat that she has like we said before. Let her do Chalitza immediately and then she could get married after test and there's no problem because the Vlad at that point would have been born. You certainly could do Chalitza and, and soon after test. So the reason why uh, that we don't want to do chalitza is because maybe the Vlad will be a Ben Kayana. And really, she's Pater from Yibam and Chalitza, so she's Mutter to But now that you did Chalitza, so in order for her to get married, you have to tell everybody that that Chalitza was really a dud. It wasn't really a real Chalitza. So you have to do a Cruz Lukohona. So Frechtumara, okay, let's make a cruise, we'll make an announcement, we'll put up the signs in all the shuls. There might be someone that will have been by the Chalitza and witnessed that she's a Chalitza, and he didn't get see, he didn't get the email that uh, really it was a, a all for nothing, and then he'll see her getting married to a Kayin, and now he'll wonder what is going on over here. How could a Chalitza marry a Kayin? I'll must assume that, that the Rabbana must have decided that this whole Chalitza Kayin is not real. So okay, so that's where we're miyash of So amulei abayim midi le tachlus le tisyabim ketani. 
It doesn't say loy tachlis loytis yab katani. What it says is loytinasev loytis yab katani. She can't get married and she can't have yibum. Beloy chalitza. That's without chalitza. Avalichalot lachinami dusharia. But if she does chalitza, then that's okay. So Tani can say to Rishlakish, Tachos l'Muberes v'Pila Tzricha Chalitza min Achim. Someone who does Chalitza to Muberes and she was a Pila, she still needs Chalitza min Ha'achim. Amar Rav Elchazak can say to Rishlakish, Alachazak Rishlakish v'Hani Tlas by these three things. Chad Hadamar one is this that we said that Chalitza Muberes Loishma Chalitza and Bias Muberes Loishma Bia Idach Tetnan Hamachak Nechasav Al Piv. A uh, father who is giving out his um, his inheritance while he's still alive. So being that he's giving it out, Peteris Matana, he's not giving it out, Peteris Yerusha, he's giving it out as presents, so uh, he can do what he wants. He can give one more to one brother, less to another brother, he can he, he erase the Bechaira. But if he says that this is the way my inheritance is going to work, and he's trying to change what the Torah says, and he's a master of the Torah, and it doesn't work. As long as he mentions somewhere in his will that what he's doing is giving a matana while he's still alive, then it works. Even if it seems to, the rest of the language seems to indicate it's an inheritance. Now, Rosh is not coming to argue on the Mishnah. He's just, um, he's just explaining the Diyak of the Mishnah. La'ilam le'kana atriyemer pleni upleni yirshu sada plenis uplenis. Shenesatam lehem b'matana v'yirshum. So, he, uh, Rish Lakish explains that you could start off with Il Yerusha, you could say plenty, plenty, Yerusha, so the plenty, so plenty, but then in the middle you have to have Chenesatim Lahemba Matana, you have to say that you gave him Matana, the Yerusha, and you can end with Elash and Yerusha, um, and, uh, and that is the, the, the that's, that, that's where Amar Mishum Matana Ben Bamsa works. What Rish Lakish is really coming to do, he's arguing on Rav Yechanan, in Mesechtis um, Babasra, and the point that Rishlokish is trying to make is that you have to clarify very clearly that the Lashon Matana goes back on every single Sada that's in the well. And Rebbe says, as long as you mention Matana somewhere, we will um, Im- immediately attribute it to everything that's in the well, even though it might be construed differently, that the Matana goes on one thing and usually goes on something else. That's the argument they have there. So in any case, this is the language that Rishlokish says you need to have in order to execute what the Mishnah said, that you can have Matana in the middle. Sad we pass like Rishlokish too. So someone who wrote all his Nechassim to his son after uh, his death. So in other words, he gave a Matana to his son from now, uh, so it's a Kenyan Haguf. And Paris that's that's the concept, which means you give the son a Kenyan right now in the Guf Hasada, but the Paris he reserves for himself until he dies. The father reserves it to himself for himself until he dies. So the father now can't sell it because he gave the Guf to the son. And the son can't sell because the Paris, all usage of the field and all the produce of the field belongs to the father. But if the father sells it, um, his, he could sell what he has, he could sell his Paris until he dies. If the son sells it, the, so the, so the, if the son sells it, it's very nice, but he has actually no claim to it until the father dies, and then he can get the full inheritance. What happens if the son sold it while the father was still alive, but then the son died before the father died? So can his mechira still have a power if he's not around to kind of continue it? 
when the father dies. So Rav Yechon Amr Lekhan Lekach. Rav Yechon says, too bad. It does, the, all he sold was the, the guf, and he never, he didn't live long enough to inherit the Paris, so it's not a good mechir. Rav Shlakish Amar, Kana Lekach. Shlakish says, no, it does work. Why? Rav Yechon Amr Lekhan Lekach, Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Haguf Tami. His halacha is that the father who has a Kenyan Paris, it's almost as if it's a Kenyan Haguf. So what the son has is, is like just basically words on a paper. He doesn't have a Kenyan that's strong enough to do anything with. The father's Kenyan isn't so overwhelming. The father, the son's Kenyan is a valid Kenyan, and since he has a valid Kenyan, he can transfer it to a Lekeach, and even if he died afterwards, it doesn't make a difference. The Lekeach will hang around until the father dies, and then he'll get the Paris, because the, the Kenyan is valid. Okay, Zakti Gumar Vaita, end of Lad Shalkayama, Tana, Mishum Rebli Yazar, Amriu Yoitzi Begat. So if uh, you were miyabim, and then it turns out the vlad's not a kiyama, so the yibum was a good yibum, Rebbe still requires the brother who did this yibum to divorce his wife, even though it was a valid yibum retroactively. Why? Because he did something wrong. He should not have done yibum when there was a possibility that the vlad would be a ben kiyama, and he'll be over an ishes ach. So we give him a knas, he has to be has to divorce her. Amar Rabba, Rav Meir, Rav Lezer, Amar Rabba Echad, Rav Meir, Rav Lezer, to say the same thing. Rav Lezer, Hod Amar, Rav Meir, the time that Lisa Adam Uberes Chaver Menekes Chaveri, not to marry the Uberes of your friend or the Menekes of your friend. If someone died, left over his wife, a Uberes or Menekes, not to get married. Vim Nasu, and if they, if you did, Yaitzi, you have to divorce her. Vula Yasser Lamis, and you can never remarry her. Did Rabbi Meir? Essentially, you could technically you could have said you should just be able to wait until she gives birth, until she stops nursing and then marry her. But the mayor gives a knas, similar to what Rabbi Yazid just did, and uh, says you have to divorce and never remarry. You do have to divorce them, but you could remarry them once it reaches the term, uh, the end of the pregnancy or the uh, she stops nursing. Who says you can compare Rabbi Yazid and Rabbi Meir's knas? It's very different. Because the Isser you're being over is an Isser de Raisa. It's a possible Isser de Raisa if the Vlad has been a Kiyama. That's why he gives you Knas. Over there, it's only an Isser de Rabbanan. In other words, marrying a woman who's a Muberes or a Menekes is a Chetakanus Chazal. We wanted to protect the baby. And that's why we didn't let her get married until she's, she gives birth or, and she stops nursing so that the new husband won't interfere. Uh, both physically or, or practically, like Gemara says over there. Uh, so he might hold like the Rabbanan, because it's only the Rabbanan, and you don't give a knas for an Isidur Rabbanan. So you're like, Inami, Akan, like, Rabbi Meir, Hassan, the only reason why the Rabbi Meir holds you make a knas there is Mishim, the Rabbanan, uh, it is precisely because it's the Rabbanan. The Cham, Azul, Chizl, Gedrem, Yisim, Shal, Taira. And the Cham have to make a Chizik, otherwise people will not take it seriously. So they have to make a more serious knas than even a Deraisa. Well, Hacham, a Deraisa, my first Pashim, never hears an Isidur Deraisa. No, you don't have to make such a strong knas. Most people wouldn't, um, wouldn't, wouldn't be over on it. Even according to Cham that say you have to separate until the end of the pregnancy, it's not enough. You have to actually divorce her. You have to divorce her. They don't say that you just separate. Okay, so we'll stop here. Everybody should have a wonderful Shabbos.